Hello, family and friends. Hello. Here, here we are again, and we di we didn't finish our stories about our our parents and your grandparents or even great grandparents because there's so much to tell. They had wonderful lives that we were a part of, and this might be a time for a little disclaimer that I thought of that. <laughs> We've talked, we, this is now, we're in our second month, I think, and we tell stories, and it's going to happen that we're going to tell the same darn story oh. twice. <laughs> I, I was yeah, just thinking too. about that. So you will have to forgive us, and we'll forgive you if you've forgotten all about it anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I thought the same thing, Elizabeth, because sometimes we talk to each just other. Each other. And then we don't remember, did we just say that to each other or did, did we say Ex that to everybody? Exactly. So, <laughs> so you're right. If that happens, just listen oh, all well. over again. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> and and I we talked about some of those little kid games last time, the things that our grandparents or our parents did when we were little, and then we saw them do that with our our children and when I talked to Sarah she said oh yes and I remember the game where you do a stack of hands oh, yes. where you where you one person puts down a nice big warm grandpa hand and then a little tiny sticky kid hand goes on top and then one more grandpa hand goes on and then one more little sticky kid hand goes on and then the grandpa hand comes out from underneath the pile and onto the top. And the little kid hand comes out onto the top. And you do that for a little while and then it starts going faster and faster until you're just kind of slapping in the air and then you're laughing and laughing. <laughs> and do you remember that game? Oh, I definitely do. And why it's so funny to kids is it's, it's that's the strange thing. It, it, it is. It is so fun for kids. My dad also did that. Yeah, yeah. and those yes. big, warm, yeah. grown-up mm -hmm. hands mm -hmm. and the little, tiny mm -hmm. kid hands. Yes. It's just, it, I can still yeah. feel that big, soft warmth of the hand. And it's partly because you're kind of equals in that game mm -hmm. since the grown-up is being very gentle. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> and you're able Maybe to sort of it. play a game mm -hmm. that gets a teeny bit rough at the end. Yeah. And yes. not but have not any, really. not really, and you're yeah. you're kind of equals in this game. I think game. that must be it. I remember playing it with my yeah. father because I didn't yeah. have yeah, a, I father. didn't have a grandfather. I mean, they were I only had a grandmother for when I was really little. That mm -hmm. was all. And, but I remember doing it with my dad, and then uh, my kids doing it with my dad. Yes, and thinking exactly. it was just hilarious. <laughs> yes, and. And the other game that Sarah remembered is the game that you play with your faces. And this wouldn't be a very good COVID game, but when COVID's over, it'll be a great game again, where the grown-up <coughs> teaches the little kid how to play this. You, you, with your, your little knuckles, you rap on the forehead very gently and say, say, knock, knock. And then you open the eyelid and say, peek in. And then you lift up the nose and say, lift up the latch. 
and then walk in in the open mouth. Oh! <laughs> and then the little kid gets on this right away oh. and wants to do it back. Oh my goodness. And so you've got the little sticky hand again going knock knock, peek in, and your eyeball barely survives it. <laughs> and then lift up the latch and walk in. And it is also a, a that hilarious beyond belief. That. Now, did Sarah remember doing oh, yeah. that with your your father? Yes, oh, okay. and with with us. I, no, and, we didn't. Ha I don't remember yes, that at all. Yes. Uh -uh. Oh, that <laughs> that is fun. So I just wanted to add that's, to the little yes. kid game. It's not was, a COVID. No, game, it's not a COVID sure. game <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, I remember uh, playing checkers with oh, my dad. We played checkers, and he would let us win. And eventually, we knew he was letting us go. But at first, of course, we didn't. But we really like played checkers with him. Didn't play chess, but checkers. And then uh, he taught my kids to play checkers too, and he would let them win. And then they caught on too. But yeah, that was fun. And jacks. Oh, well, we mentioned that oh, one. Yeah. Jacks. Do they still make jacks? Oh, I think they probably they do. I haven't I don't seen any for a while. But that was. That was, was a, lot, a lot, of lot of fun, yeah. But that was for a little bigger kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> and and then just kind of talking about how we experienced our parents. My father was very was very soft spoken and and gentle and modest and didn't he didn't talk a lot. He didn't he he was not the disciplinarian. He was. And he was working a lot. He was gone all day long. When he'd come home, he needed to do the chores, milk the cows, do all those farm chores, which we got to help with. And then he would, by the time he came in, it would be supper time. And as soon as supper was over, he would settle into his chair and would either be reading or writing because he was always writing books or at one point he was writing a daily column. And, and and he just, that was his routine. He would mm -hmm. sit down in his big chair and his mm -hmm. typewriter on his lap and he would be working on a book or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And if we got a little bit rowdy, he would say, well, all that energy can go with helping on the dishes. And <laughs> we didn't usually have a choice at that point. We needed to go and pick up a dish towel and help mother. <laughs> Wash the dishes <laughs> and have give him some peace and quiet. Yes, yes. But at bedtime, it was always he he always read to us at night. That was his that was his special time to be connected to us. And he loved he loved especially after we got a little bit old enough to really have real books instead of cardboard books with baby animals in it. Mm -hmm. He was he. He liked reading well-written things. And I, I particularly remember him enjoying reading the Rudyard Kipling Just So Stories. Oh, yes, probably right. probably yes, everybody's heard uh, those. Things like the little uh, elephant, how the little elephant got his trunk from uh, the crocodile. On the banks of the great gray, green, greasy Limpopo River all set about with fever trees. <laughs> And I remember, since we were three of us, we were each four years apart, so that when he was reading to my older sister, 
it would be a little, the language would be a little hard for me to understand, but I could hear the music of it and I loved it. And then I would be the one who could understand it and my little brother would be the one listening to the music of it. And it was, that was a really memorable. He also loved reading E.B. White children's stories, the Stuart Little and Charlotte's Web. I think he had an affinity for E.B. White because White was also a writer who lived on a little farm in Maine. And so there were many similar things of having animals and having a farm life, but having the main priority was the big intellectual life of writing and reading. So they, and they actually had a correspondence over the years, which was kind of fun. And um, when, when we'd have a family occasion, he would always choose something to read to all of us, which was always really special. He'd go into his Book of American Humor or find a Thurber story or, and it was always, it was always fun. And, and it was easier for him to, to find pieces of literature to express himself mm -hmm. than, or to write poems. And, than it was mm -hmm. to just have a little conversation of, mm -hmm. of affection. That was his way of relating yes. to you guys. Yes, yes, <coughs> yes, yes, it was. Mm -hmm. So how about well, your... Well, you, I think our, it's so interesting uh, as I hear about your father, because um, I, I think as uh, personalities, they were very, very similar. Yes, uh, except in the, in the caretaking. Except in the kitchen. In the kitchen, yes. 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 Well, so remember, yes, my dad had lived a single life for a lot longer well, than yours true. did. My dad never lived yeah. a single yes, life. Yes, so he didn't have to. That's true. But because my dad was alone, after, as I mentioned last week, after uh, his first wife died, um, he just he thought he would probably live alone, and so he must have taught himself. I don't remember now hearing about that, but he must have taught himself how to at least get by in the kitchen, mm -hmm. and so he was more comfortable with yeah. it um, and taking care of the house because he had a little house. But I think as personalities go, they sound so similar because yeah. he too was very soft spoken, a very quiet uh, person. Um, he cried very easily, which is one difference, and that's where I get that sort of tendency. Um, it is from my dad. He cried very easily. And Mine did, too, when oh. he was reading. His, oh. the, the poignant parts of the story. He would tear up. Uh -huh. The, the yeah. start of Charlotte's Web, yeah. where, he, where the father is about to go out and kill the runt pig, he is always telling that reading that with tears yes. streaming down yes. his face. Isn't that interesting? Because that's, well, my father too. And uh, also you mentioned um, that he was not the disciplinarian no. in the family. Neither was my father. If there was any discipline to be handed out, it was never he. It was always my mom. Yeah. And so um, he, he sort of tried not to he he tried to avoid any kind of <laughs> trouble that we might get into with our mother because she really was and and that and it's a good thing because he would he was way too much of a softy um, but um, 
she meted out the you know the stay in a room or the punishments that had to be doled out that was she was in charge not my dad um, but as far as stories and the one difference is I don't remember that my father I don't think read books to us but he told us stories oh, yeah. at bedtime that was his time with us too to tell stories and I wish, um, and if it were these days, we could have recorded them, but in those days, yes. no one ever thought of that. And I wish we had somehow some record because he would just come in and sit by, uh, sit at our bed and it, it always started with Once Upon a Time. Of course, we demanded it had to start with Once Upon a Time. But then he'd talk about animals or he'd talk about someone that had one of our names. Like there yes. was there yes. was a little girl yes. and her name was, and then he would make up some stories which we would just, oh, we just loved. And that was, uh, that was how he related with us to uh, bedtime. But he, because um, of, of, of our family dynamic, he did sort of take care of us in the evening so that my mom could do her schoolwork. Yes. Yes. And so he would, we would, I remember doing dishes with him and, you know, I'd wash or he'd dry or vice versa or my brother would be. And our mother pretty much was out of that picture because that he felt she needed the time and mm -hmm. he didn't. He mm -hmm. had an eight to five job. Yeah. So he didn't, he just wanted to really be with us and I, we were very lucky. Yeah. Very lucky. Yeah, my mother was definitely the disciplinarian, mm -hmm. and she she had very firm ideas about how everything should be done. And, yes, yeah, I think our mother sound a, a they sound similar a little, too. <laughs> sometimes after she'd given me what for for some something I was doing that she didn't want me to do, they, she'd end up saying "honey" at the end, and I think, oh. <laughs> oh, I guess she does still love me. <laughs> no, it's true. I think our mothers were, they were, I think, women who were a little ahead of their time, both yeah, of them. Yeah. And I think they, uh, because of that, they they just took, took charge. Yeah. And um, we were going to learn the right, way to do things. We had to learn how to set the table properly. You right. don't just All throw, those things. throw the silverware on the table. There's a way to do things and there's the right way and that's how you're going to learn how to do it. <laughs> and, and my kids, of course, when they would visit her uh, as they were growing up, they also learned that, <laughs> that you, you, no matter where you are, it's not an option to not make your bed. The bed is to be made and you that's just how it is there was not any discussion about it you just did it and they of course learned even if they were on vacation that the, <laughs> the rule was the rule and so I think your mother was probably yes. like that too yes yeah. yes and she really enjoyed <laughs> teaching us all the all the skills of cooking and baking mm -hmm. and canning food from the garden and and sewing mm -hmm. she sewed all our clothes except our jeans and our wow and you know socks and things yeah. like that they and we all learned how to yeah. sew and yeah. and in the farmhouse she cooked on a wood stove which she had yeah. to 
wow. get going in the morning, and we had a, an ice box, not mm-hmm. a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. So we've got once yeah. a week, you had to yeah. get a big chunk of ice from the, <clears throat> from the ice place and bring it home and put it in the, put it in the ice box. And it, wasn't, it definitely wasn't easy. Nothing was automated or handy. No. And um, she, was, she was pretty amazing. And I think both of our moms mm-hmm. were strong and, mm-hmm. and independent and yes. capable. Yes. And, yeah. um, and kind of no yeah. nonsense. Mother was yes. not sentimental at all. Oh. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. not, mm-hmm. she was caring, but not, um, mm-hmm. nothing was precious, especially us. And she would she would get exasperated with me because I was left-handed, and she would always show me how to do something, but it would be a right-handed show, oh, and yes. then such as stirring a batter that should oh, be stirred yes. all in one direction, and yes. she would start it in one way, and oh. I would need to stir it the and other it, way. Yes, it drove her crazy. Well, she sure. she thought it was. Yeah. I mean, she acted as if I was. Personally, choosing to, after her, yeah, <laughs> choosing to, yes. to make things difficult. Yes, and she'd teach me yes. how to get uh-huh. the, how to make a ham, and she'd start it for me. But of course, a right-handed person is going to start oh, it from yes. right to left, and a left-handed person is going to go left to right, and That's it would right. just she it would just make her quite That's right. well, quite it, exasperated. It, it, yes, and I can and, see, and sure. she'd finally yeah. say. You need to go look at a book about this because I can't teach you anything. <laughs> and I think it was the start of my feeling very comfortable doing independent learning. Mm-hmm. That I'd go look it up, I'd go figure mm-hmm. it out and and watch yeah. her and try yeah. to do it all backward yeah. and because sewing too, oh, right? yeah, everything. Mean, the, and it turns yeah. out almost everything you wow. do the opposite now, way. Uh, and I'm interested in that, Elizabeth, too, because I heard. I think this was before our time, but I remember Mom telling us that I think when she was a child, that if uh, and none of us was left-handed, but I remember her saying that if a child uh, showed that uh, proclivity to use your left hand that you forced them. Yes. It was that was not the case. No. Oh nobody, good, because nobody that was forced terrible. me because I was very left handed and oh. my brain was sort of connected oh. to my left side. And oh. I think I said one of these times that when I tried to learn the piano I my left hand could read the music nicely, but if I wanted to do hmm. something with my right hand I oh. had to translate it through if my left hand were playing it it would do it this way and oh, do it backward yeah. it was very and that's why i started stuttering uh, <laughs> it, yes oh so you you never no one ever tried no. to and then I, when i started get, playing the cello yeah. that was perfect because each hand is you doing can, something entirely different right so and that I, was okay that, that was worked. okay that worked yeah. it was very now do, does your sister uh, neither of your no. siblings is left handed no. only you no, that's only so me. interesting i know oh. i know oh. only me huh. and i think and i have a, a few little sort of dyslexic things that mm-hmm. nobody knew about mm-hmm. in those days mm-hmm. that's so interesting but yeah. you know learning to read it didn't matter to me whether it was right side up or upside down it all looked pretty much mm. about the same mm. and mm. which is which came in handy as a first grade teacher because mm. you could 
look at the book the child was reading and read it just fine that's upside down. True. That's true. That was a help. Oh, well, that's and I didn't have any serious learning mm. problems. Mm. It was, but I really did love learning all by myself. Mm. Just that was a, well, that made you really that yeah, was a perfect thing. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. glad no one tried to because they they I remember hearing they yes. used to do that and yes. that that just would cause all yeah. lots of stress and yeah. major uh, stuttering. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And a, a, Another th little part of father's um, liking to use the written word as his way of expressing himself, he always wrote poems for all our birthdays and for Christmas and for oh. Valentine's Day. And I remember on the, on the refrigerator there was an anniversary note that he'd made for my brother, that, I mean my mother, <clears throat> which said, life is a bowl of cherish. And he did a little line drawing of a bowl of cherries, and it just that sort of thing is is how he liked to communicate. And he also had from his father, who lived with us in the summer, so we got a lot of his little one-liners. He had all these little sayings that still go down in our family. <clears throat> he would, if he wanted us to come out and help him work outside, he'd. He'd say, come on with me, I'll make you leader of the band. And <laughs> <laughs> that meant we really should come. He needed help, and he'd make it as much fun as possible. And then if we did an outstanding job of something, you know, we're really proud of ourselves, he said, you should be stuffed and put in a museum. <laughs> oh, I like that. And then he had, I remember that especially from my grandfather, if we were telling stories that had some plausibility, he would kind of harumph and say, important if true. <laughs> That's good too. So there were all it these is. wonderful little... Oh, little vignettes yes, of, yes. Oh. of how it all was. And so you had time with your grandfather in the summer. Yes, in the summer he would live with us. Yes, and that, <clears throat> that was special, I bet. It was wonderful. Yeah. He yeah. was kind of a harumphy guy. Mm -hmm. He couldn't hear very well. His hearing had was mm -hmm. quite diminished. And he would, I remember he said probably more than once when he couldn't understand what someone had said because it wasn't spoken loudly enough or clearly enough, he'd say, speak up, because when you're my age, if you ever get there, live in the way you do, he'd say to my especially mother, then you'll need people to speak up too. But he was, he was a sweet man, and, and we, we loved, well, I guess we loved, I mean, I, seemed like it must have been a lot of work, but we worked in the garden with him mm -hmm. a lot. He had his big hoe, and he'd go down the rows, cutting all the weeds, and then he'd say, there's a little finger work to do. And that meant we'd be on our hands and uh -huh. knees pulling the little weeds out between the plants. Uh -huh. But we, I mean, my you, recollection you, now is we enjoyed it. It was fun. It was yeah. fun yeah. out there helping him. Yes. Well, because you were with him. That's yeah. probably it. I yeah. think that at the time you didn't realize, of course, but 
No, that's sort of interesting that, yeah, you had time with your grandfather. I didn't have a grandfather ever that I knew uh, at all. Um, but I had a, a grandmother, and she um, lived with us for, oh, I'm trying to think, just a few years when my older brother and I were little. She, mm. I think she died before, no, I guess she, anyway, it was for a few years. Um, and she had a room in our house. Mm -hmm. And sort of interest, that was sort of interesting too, because she and um, my grandfather, um, had opposed my parents' marriage. I remember you said yes. that, because he was too old. He was too old, and he was Catholic. Uh -huh. Those were two things that were not good. <laughs> and my mother, as I said, uh, just said, well, I, I'm marrying him, I love him, and I'm going to marry him. Too bad. And <laughs> um, and she, it, it's amazing that she could do that, because they doted on her, because they had brought her up. Her, my mom's... Um, parents had died when she was young and so they brought her up gave her everything and but she knew what she wanted and um, she invited them to the wedding which was very small uh, they declined to come because they didn't approve and um, and I told her once as we were talking you know just a few years before she died I said wow mom how could you I mean how could you go against yeah. them? And when they said they weren't coming, and she said, well, I knew what I wanted, and I knew that that was their loss, and I knew that I was going to marry Dad. And um, she called him Dad then to me. And so they married, grandparents didn't come, and acted like that for a little while. Well then, when her grandfather died, they invited, her grandmother to you know come and and uh, live with them and talk about forgiveness. Like my father just sort of said, "Oh, okay, sure, she could come and live with us," which I think shows quite a lot of forgiveness the way does. they acted to, toward him. And so she had a room in her house, and both George and I remember very well going into a room and she'd tell us little stories and things but she as it, she I said she was my grandmother first I said well she was my great grandmother, great -grandmother. I never yeah. knew my grandparents yeah she yeah. was my great grandmother so she was very very old yes. to me very old yes. <laughs> and the funny thing is she smoked oh my goodness uh -huh. I know now where she ever started I don't know the history a of that woman smoking. yes my heavens. and my parents didn't and she had this room and George and I still remember going to her room clouded <laughs> but we thought it was very exotic yes. because we didn't know we didn't right. know that back, it was horrible and right. bad. back then it was very sophisticated thing. and yes. fancy <laughs> here we were breathing in us oh, but we didn't know we thought it was quite exotic so we'd go back in there and she'd give us a little treat or something and talk to us and then we never stayed very long as I say she was to us very very, very old very she old. didn't do much except read and smoke but <laughs> <laughs> but um so she's the only grandparent I knew so that yes my great-grandmother I didn't know any and my father's parents had long yeah, died long. so um so well I think that we've covered quite a bit today we about have. our parents and the grand and great-grandparents and the, how similar they were. I think that's sort yes, of interesting. It is. Yeah. It yeah. is. And we had amazing yeah. mothers who were yes. who were 
Yeah. I mean, your mom being yeah. a being a professional. Yeah. That was yeah. not usual. Yeah. No. No. And um, it wasn't at all that. No. And to be a you know physics and geometry and algebra teacher in high school at that time, yes, yes. was not very common right. at all. Right. Yes. And so, to know yeah. her mind and yeah. marry yeah. someone her yeah. her, her grandparents mm-hmm. didn't approve of. Yeah. That's a that's, right. that's a big brave thing yes. to do. Yes. Yeah. It really was. And that may have been yeah. partly why your dad was forgiving is that he had the same hesitations and yes. probably understood yes. from their point of view. I think you're right. I think I think mom said that that he yeah. did understand. He did yeah. not hold against them. He he understood what and he himself thought he was too old, but then he wanted a family and it, it all worked out for the best. <laughs> well, I'm kind of thinking next week we might we're getting to the time of year when everybody's going back to school or not going back to school. Yes. We might talk about that. Yes, let's do it. Because that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. We'll have more school parent and the stories. Pink pearl and... erasers. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and going school shopping, school supply oh, shopping. Oh, yes. So, all right. Stand next, by. Next, we'll see you next see week. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>